Sacred Space. So welcome back again to the second part of Sacred Space. My name is John Kelly, and as mentioned in the introduction to the program this morning, um, it's a delight for me to welcome into the studio again here in the Common Sea Studio here in Ada, Father John Muckler. Good morning to you, Father John. How are you? Good morning, John. I'm good, thanks. Thank, Thank God. You, Thank you very much indeed, Father John. Father John, uh, some time ago um, we had a chat and we decided it'd be great to have you back on the program. And what program would you like to, to join us on? And Father immediately said, I'd like to do something on the Immaculate Conception of Mary. So, Father, off you go. The Immaculate Conception, what's it all about? And <clears throat> yeah, okay. That's the feast we have coming up on Friday, the 8th of December. And the Immaculate Conception is when Mary was conceived herself. Very often people confuse this with the conception of Jesus. We don't celebrate the conception of Jesus as that title, Conception of Jesus. We celebrate it as the Feast of the Annunciation because when Mary said yes to God, Jesus was conceived at that instant. That's not, that's in March. That's not what this feast is. Yeah, okay. The Immaculate Conception is when Mary herself was conceived within the womb of her mother Anne, her parents Anne and Joachim, had Mary. But God granted this special privilege to Mary to have her conceived in the womb of her mother, free from original sin. Nobody else ever before or since has had this privilege granted to them. Only Mary was conceived free from sin. Mm -hmm. But the question is, why? Mm -hmm. This is important because the feast, the celebration of what God did on this occasion is not really about Mary or about the angel Gabriel because in the Gospel reading for that day, the 8th of December, the Gospel speaks about the angel Gabriel appeared to Mary and announced, I will ask her, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, left her know that God had chosen her to be the mother of God and he addressed her as hail full of grace now this is why the confusion happens Mm. people think that we're celebrating the conception of Jesus and even the gospel on the feast of the Immaculate Conception Mm. is about the conception of Jesus Yes, because when Mary said yes to Gabriel yes whatever God wants let it be done to me Mm. Jesus was conceived at that instant but It was for that very reason. It was for that day in Mary's life. Remember, she was nearly 17 years old at this stage. Mm -hmm. But it was for that day that this Immaculate Conception that we're celebrating on Friday happened. So where do things point to regarding this feast? Mm -hmm. They point to us. The feast of what God was doing is about us. Mm-hmm. Now, why about us? We must look at what condition was mankind in 
at the moment of the Immaculate Conception. It is summarized in a, a few short lines in a reading that we had in the Office of Readings that we do as priests every day. Okay. And for yesterday, the reading was from St. Macarius, and this is what he said. Just as a house which has no master dwelling in it is dark, neglected and despised, and is filled with dirt and filth, so a soul which does not have its Lord feasting in it with his angels is filled with the darkness of sin, the shame of passions and every sort of disgrace. This was the spiritual condition of humanity mm-hmm. at the time of the Immaculate Conception. Yep. Now, uh, make a comparison between that and what the second reading that we priests will have to do in the Office of Readings on the 8th of December. Okay. This is what St. Anselm said. O blessed lady, all stars, earth, rivers, day and night, everything that is subject to the power or use of man, all rejoice that through you they are, in some sense, restored to their lost beauty. I'll emphasize that now, Mm -hmm. the lost beauty, and are endowed with inexpressible new grace. All creatures were dead, as it were, Mm -hmm. useless for men or for the praise of God who made them. The world, contrary to its true destiny, was corrupted and tainted by the acts of men who served idols. Now all creation has been restored to life, and all rejoice that it is now controlled and given splendour by men who believe in God. The universe rejoices with new and indefinable loveliness. Now, this is very different from a house that is dark, neglected and despised. Complete contrast. Mm -hmm. Why does St. Macarius compare us to a house uh, that has no master dwelling in it and therefore is dark, neglected and despised, filled with dirt and filth? So a soul, he said, that does not have the Lord feasting in it. So this is the condition. This is why he speaks like this. At the time of the Immaculate Conception, this was the spiritual condition of all people on earth. Mankind, yeah. Mm. In whose eyes was it most despicable and most uh, despised, neglected? Uh, Everything that has to do with the look of neglect. In God's eyes, But he created all of us. In fact, we are his greatest creation. But what did he create us for? This is what we have to keep in in view. He created us for the life of eternal glory, where we will join the angels and the saints in the next life and reign with God, triumphant over everything that is an enemy of man. So, what are the enemies of men? 
all the things that we don't like, mm-hmm. the things that we naturally dislike the most. What is the one thing that everybody dislikes the most? In fact, nobody wants to think about it. And everything is done in life to blot this out. We will all die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, remember, Jesus hasn't come yet. At the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, Jesus has not come yet. So, death is man's greatest enemy. And the things that lead to death, sickness, uh, sickness mm-hmm. what does sickness do? It causes you suffering. Mm-hmm. And stage by, stage by stage, you come closer to dying and you die. Now, with this spiritual condition, where we're like houses with no master, neglected, despised, in other words, we've lost all the beauty, Dying in that condition, death is the most horrible thing. But God did not want that to be our end. He wants our end to be what St. Anselm says in this reading for the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. Uh, Life and beauty, uh, grace restored, no longer worshipping idols but having the true God. And, and the last line of that part that I read, the splendor. Mm. John Paul II spoke about the splendor of the truth yeah. and what mm. it brings us. Mm. The truth is Jesus. And the splendor that he brings us is the beauty of the divine life. The beauty of God that is given to us by Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit. And all three persons we have living in us because of the Immaculate Conception, but we'll come back to that in a minute. Uh, The greatest blessings come to us because what is the greatest blessing that God has given us? We no longer die. I know listeners could be listening at this point uh, saying, what's he talking about? Mm. We're all going to die. Mm. No, we're not. Because when Jesus did come, What did he say? Those who believe in me will never die. They live forever. So as far as Jesus is concerned, when we live in union with him, that means live the Ten Commandments, go to Mass on Sunday and so on, and the Holy Days of Obligation. By the way, the 8th of December is one of our Holy Days of Obligation. But when we do these things that Jesus wants, we live in union with him. Well then, as far as he's concerned, what we refer to as our debt, that we will die, mm. is not debt for Jesus. Yeah. He mm-hmm. says, you will not die. You will live the earthly life and you will come to me. Mm. Uh, as quicker than the, the twinkling of an eye, St. Paul says. So it'll be like falling into a sweet sleep and in that instant we're awake. Now, this is the end result. I mean, we're awake in heaven with God. Mm-hmm. We're not waking up to this kind of life again. Mm. Because by the time we get to the end of this life, you would not want to have it all over again. No. Not when you have the beauty of heaven ahead of you. Mm. Mm. Makes sense. This is why the Immaculate Conception happened. So you can see my point. It's not about Mary. 
uh, or it's not about the angel Gabriel appearing, letting her know uh, that she's going to, that she's been chosen to be the mother of God. That's only God's instrument. That that was His channel. Mary was created by Him mm-hmm. to send His Son into the world. Now I want to explain the point why the Immaculate Conception. I, I said in the beginning. Uh, it has to be like this. Uh, if if you go back through the Old Testament and follow the line of the ancestors of Jesus, they were not like Mary. No. In common everyday language, we would say some of them were right devils. Mm. Anything but holy. Some mm. of his ancestors were terrible. Mm. So... Down along the line, as far as Mary, what had they all in common? What we all have, original sin, transmitted down along the line. Mm -hmm. And whoever was going to be the next generation born, Mm -hmm. they had it, because it has come from the time of Adam and Eve. This is where original sin starts. Mm -hmm. And it will continue along the family lines until the end of the world. So... That means Jesus coming, another person along the line of generations, it would have come to him down from along the line of ancestors. But he had to be born a human person, totally free from every stain of sin. Well now, if he for that to happen, there had to be a termination point Mm. in the original sin transmitting along the line of generations. So this is where God showed the power of his hand. He had Mary conceived free from original sin. Well, now it has stopped at this point. Mm. Mm. Why did he do that? Because his son, Jesus, had to be born from somebody totally free from sin so because he was getting his body from that person mm-hmm. uh, his soul came from God but the body that uh, was chosen by God Mary he kept free he had to keep free from sin so that his son would be born with no stain of sin uh, that is because as saviour of the world, as one of us, he had to have power over the enemy who had power over death. And this spiritual condition that I read, uh, the the house with no master dwelling in it, Jesus is our master, God is the master, Mm -hmm. he wasn't Mm -hmm. dwelling in us as his house, Mm -hmm. and therefore everything is dark because the person that God does not live in is in the darkness of sin, the darkness of the enemy, who uh, brought, it's one of the readings we will hear on the feast, uh, brought death into the world through envy. Mm -hmm. And that is what the darkness here is referring to, that St. Macarius says, is dark, neglected and despised. To, To have power over this, Jesus had to be totally free from any taint of sin. And that is why God created Mary, immaculately conceived, uh, 
and it also gave Mary the special privilege to strengthen the power that she had to live her life free from sin. Because you could be thinking, John, sitting there, well, how great it was for Mary. Mm. She was conceived free from original sin, so she didn't have the battles that we had, and she doesn't know what it's like for us. That's not true. Mary had to live her life. Mm. In fact, she had more suffering and trials than anybody. Mm. We, we could not endure a fraction of the trials that Mary had. So God gave her the privilege. But with that, he gave her what she needed to endure what he was going to allow come her way. Yeah. Yep. So can you see what this Mm-mm. leads me to? When we have God, when we have God's grace, because this is how the angel saluted her, remember? What was his first salute to her uh, at the Annunciation? Hail, full of grace. He didn't say, hi, Mary. Mm-hmm. He didn't mention her name yet. Mm-hmm. He said, hail, full of grace. Mm-hmm. It was only afterwards that he addressed her, listen, Mary, don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. Why didn't he say, address her by Mary first? More important than her name was the spiritual condition of her soul. That's why he addressed her full of yeah. grace. And when we have that grace... That means the divine life of God, the life of the Holy Spirit in us, which we received in baptism, which is kept alive in us through obedience to the Ten Commandments. It's nourished through the sacraments, through the Eucharist, confession, so on. We have everything in common with Mary. We have the beauty. We're not like a house despised. We're not in the darkness. We're full of God's light. Uh, We are united to Mary. And through the strength of this grace, we can go through life overcoming all the trials. Where, Apart from Mary, where is this manifested in the clearest way? In the martyrs. And we've, we've had them in recent times uh, at the hands of ISIS, the Christians being martyred. Mm-hmm. And so many other countries where the Christians are, are being tortured. They have the strength to endure the greatest sufferings, the power of God in them. So what we are celebrating on, on Friday, Immaculate Conception, is the new life that God won for us, which he started with the Immaculate Conception, because this was the start of bringing Jesus into the world. So it's a celebration about what God has done for us, the new strength, the graces, the blessings, the protection that comes from it, which we say in the Mass, health of, and well-being of body, mind, soul and spirit, and in the end, the heavenly re- reward. But we don't have to wait until we get to heaven to have that heavenly reward. In the Mass, as Pope Francis is explaining in these times, the greatness of the Mass, Mary and the angels are in it, Jesus is in it, our loved ones who have gone before us and are now with God are in it. And if we want to be bonded and united with them in the next life, we have to begin doing it here through the Mass. Because in the Mass we are inserted into that heavenly company. So that is the celebration on Friday. And with these thoughts... Who would not want it? What a lovely way to finish off that lovely reflection. Father John, thank you so much for giving us the encouragement and, in fact, giving us an awful lot to reflect on there in that it does have an awful lot to do with us. In the meantime, we're going to go for a bit of music. You picked a little bit of music this morning from your good friend Kitty Wells. Kitty Wells uh, sang a very nice song saying, Sinner, 
get down, kneel down and pray. So that she was speaking to all of us. And the greatest way to spend the vigil and the assumption is to do exactly this. Kneel down and pray. Sacred Space.